Welcome to Meg Talks, the Move with Meg podcast. I'm Megan Kerrigan and I'll be sharing ideas on how you can become a more consistent and confident dancer that understands your body and mind. Welcome everyone to another episode of Meg Talks. I have been a bit missing in action lately as the summer was a little bit crazy, but we are back finally with some incredible guests coming up and lined up. And our first amazing guest today is no one other than Olivia Boylan. Welcome Liv. Good morning. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. I'm super excited to have you and sort of pick your brains as to how we can inspire the younger generation and just hear about all about your dance journey, really. So I suppose a short introduction and the bit, the thing that makes my jaw hit the floor is that you just last year or this year, but last season came eight in the world championships. Yes. Not only that, 10 months after having your gorgeous little boy. Yes. 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 10 months. I mean, we will get into that because that is like, wow, that's super yeah. Superwoman status activated, I think. <laughs> but um, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little while. But I think that's a, a good opening line for everyone to hear before they hear you. Yeah, before they hear about how I got started. I've been dancing since I was four years old. Um, so like 22 years, which is probably longer than the lives of most people that will listen to this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was literally just a hobby after school. I remember going to like the church hall with my doll in my hand who had dressed up in like a ballerina outfit. Love um, that. And I literally just had like my Nike trainers on and went alert my sevens. And I didn't used to think really anything of it. I just kind of enjoyed it. And I do remember practicing in my mum and dad's old kitchen yeah. And in again, in the same night trade trainers, like these trainers kind of play a big part in my memory of being. Oh, have you still got them? I think I probably do somewhere. I've definitely still got my first heavy shoes. There. I love that. Yeah. And did your sister, you've got an older sister, did she yeah. dance before you or did you kind of start at the same time? Or I've got an older sister and I've got two older brothers, but oh. nobody ever danced. It was just me. I um, did dance. No, she didn't dance. No. No, um, it was a family friend that used to dance. And then I don't think my mum was really that bothered. Like we just kind of went along and I picked up the steps and I enjoyed it. And then not long after starting, our family friend moved to Justine's class. Right. So obviously I went with her and I'm yeah. still there now. I know that was one of the things that I definitely wanted to talk about because you've been like to be in one school. So you started with that? A different school before that, was it just like an after-school club? Kind it was of? just like an after-school club, yeah. yeah. Not competitive at all. As I say, I was literally like in the nights with my doll, winging it, yeah. yeah. That's the way it should start, to be fair. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, all light-hearted and it, it was very fun and that's kind of how I remember it. And then I do remember going into Justine's class and again, I can tell you what I had with me. Like I had a blue Hello Kitty bag with, I think I had shoes at this point and maybe I'd got a secondhand pair of shoes um, and I sat really nervously on the chair and only at the end of class she's like, you're going to come up. But I think I said no, but obviously I didn't have a choice. You didn't have a choice in that last yeah. I was going to say, did, did that feel very different being in that class or I suppose you were quite young to... Um, I think it did feel a bit different, yeah. Um, one of the last almost classes that, I remember with 
the after school club was it was my birthday and right. so obviously it was really fun and I was having a great day and then Justine was very serious and yeah like telling me that I should cross my feet more and keep my arms down I was like oh I thought it was great <laughs> <laughs> oh no I'm starting to get a bit of direction here yeah. <laughs> that um and I suppose a big thing that I like love about you as a dancer is you were at that school from then until now and just I just love that journey do you feel like that's impacted you as a dancer like how do you think staying there being that consistent with Justine as your teacher has sort of helped you get to where you are especially now as I'm a bit older I think the benefits of that like having stayed with one teacher kind of like I'm reaping those rewards probably now I'm a bit older because yeah. obviously I'm an adult now I have that rapport with her yeah where I can like I can help her she's not afraid to help me but also yeah like I, I don't know we just never sort of considered moving it just always sounds like home yeah yeah like not many people will know this but one of Justine's sons was actually in my class at school as well like ah it it was just I don't know it's just the way it was like it was meant to be yeah like it's just how it is and how it was and she would ask me for my opinion on things now and I certainly would ask for her opinion on things and yeah yeah she's just always there and like always has been do you feel like um obviously you mentioned now you're an adult like that's quite a it's quite a different situation to being maybe a 10 11 year old do you feel like you've you're almost like working more alongside each other yeah like a teacher student role yeah for sure I think like that respect is still there and I would never speak out of line but equally like yeah we are a team and like we bounce ideas off each other like if I say well can I put this in and can I take that bit out if she really doesn't like it like it'll be a straight up no because she wants the best for me. But yeah, I think it's almost like that transition from high school to sick form. Right. I know who's become a bit more relaxed and yeah. like, you know, like um, colleagues rather than directors. That's um, a nice way to think about it. Yeah. Like, probably something that maybe some uh, like slightly younger dancers might understand. Yeah. Like the respect's still there, but it's a mutual respect, I suppose. Sort of a different relationship, isn't it? Once you get to that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And it's not just me that's like that in the class. Like as a couple of the girls now that I've probably seen as being quite young up until recently. And like they're getting to that 18, 19 stage and I'm like, oh my God, everyone's growing up. Yeah. So it's nice actually because for a short period I was probably, uh, not that I felt on my own, but I was the oldest dancer. Yeah. And I still am, but yeah. a lot of the experience yeah. gap is closing. Yeah. Gap changes, yeah, doesn't it? And and do you, th- do you feel like the school has changed over that time, like over your 22 years or how do you think? Yeah, I, I'm not sure if the school has changed or the way I perceived it has changed because I've obviously gotten older. Yeah. Um, like when I started out and we had the older ones, mm-hmm. like I never, I would have been so timid because I used to think they were so good and like, yeah, which obviously they were. And I was like, oh, God, don't get in the way. Like, don't speak to them. Like, all of this. But now I think now I'm the oldest one, like the more senior dancer. I try and make sure that they don't feel like that, but also help them along the way. Yes. You sort of learn from your... And that's, I suppose, again, similar to what I do now. I try to give dancers what I felt I was missing when I was younger. 
like exactly what you're sort of trying to do within class, which is so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, that they love having you to look up to. Yeah, I would hope to think so. Um, and I think it's also nice to, because Justine is like her own, te- she's just herself. Don't, yeah, don't have her teachers in the class. I think it's one nice for Justine to have a sounding board, mm-hmm. um, in the with the older dancers, and also for the younger ones to have not a second opinion, but it's just refreshing, isn't it? To have somebody else tell you the same, even exactly. if it's the same correction. It's a bit more believable when it comes from more than one person. It's so funny, isn't it? It's like when your mom tells you something, you don't believe it. But if your friend tells you, you'd believe it. Yeah, you take it on board. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things when you listen to the same person over and over, that relationship sort of becomes a bit different. Whereas my dancing teacher used to say that if if someone would come in and do a workshop or they'd take a look at you, they'd tell you the same thing. I've been trying to tell you that. And then you'd correct it straight away. (laughs) And then these teachers are always right. They are. Well, that's the moral of the story there, isn't it? Definitely. As a child then, how did you sort of progress? Did you, when you first started competing, do well? Or how has that sort of journey been for you through the competition years? Um, So like when it was, I think it was my first championship under six or under seven, uh, which obviously is like really young and like fantastic. But that's not to say that like I won that and then I won everything from there like it's absolutely not been like that yeah um I think that was like a local fest you know so obviously although it's great it's only an insight into the big big dancing world yeah and so it it's been a bit of a journey like probably quite up and down um I've definitely worked my way to where I am now um and I wouldn't even say like at the top because like I don't feel like I am at the top or so to say but yeah like I've worked hard and there are definitely points in like my like my competitive career where I can pinpoint like my results have got better because I've kind of set my mind to it all and realized what I was doing and I've realized that well I've been doing it for this long so I'm going to put it my all into it yes I think one most recent example was obviously coming back after I had Corin. Yes. And I was saying to myself, especially at class, like if you're going to be here and not have that time as a family at home, then make good use of the time. If you're going to be selfish with the time, which, you know, it probably is quite selfish, um, but that's not a bad thing either. Like put the time to good use. Yeah. And make it all worthwhile. And that's that's such an interesting way to look at it because I think when you do get older, things are a little bit more in perspective in terms of time, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and then like adding, obviously having Cora into it and taking that time away from your family. Like you say, when you say it like that, it feels like, right, I really need to be using yeah. it wisely now. If I'm going to choose to do this, I have to do it properly almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think once. Sorry. Sorry. I think that's probably something similar for maybe dancers that are choosing between studying or dancing. Like yes. I do think that's a really hard choice for people to make. As I meant, I remember that being a particularly hard choice to make myself. Um, but I, I ne- essentially, I never found myself in the position where I had to give up dancing to concentrate on my studies because. I saw it as a break. Yes. Like I would study all day and then I'd say, well, that's my time now. 
like I can I can go and have a break and that's my break and I think actually the exercise probably did me the world of good of course it's beneficial isn't it like yeah. you know I know that myself now sometimes I need that little bit of a of a mind break and going to the yeah. gym although it sometimes feels like the last thing you want to do it makes you feel so much better and you feel yeah. raring to go again I think I suppose the other thing as well with the um time management my mom used to say to me well if you're going to be there you might as well do it properly. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Like if you're going to be at dance class for two hours, you might as well spend that two hours properly. Otherwise you could have been off doing something else. Yeah. Um, and exactly. I, think, I think that's, that's sort of along the same lines. It's hard to get yourself into that mentality when you are younger, I feel. Because yeah. Time is less rare. You've got so yeah. much at that point. Um, but I think it's a good message for younger dancers to hear us saying that. And I think a lot of older dancers or, people that have um, either retired or are dancing and senior would have the exact same message to pass on. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and it's just one of those things that I suppose comes with time. You don't understand how precious it is until your life just gets busier and busier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. I wake up every day and think, I wish this day had an extra 24 hours in it. I know. much to do. I've got much to do list in front of me. And have you? Believe me, it's... That's the thing. That was a long to do list. It is. Get yeah, you sound like lighter. <laughs> yeah, I do. I like tasks for one day and then that's it. That's what you've yeah. got to do, isn't it? Um, so, what do you think your greatest achievement then throughout your dancing career has been? And that doesn't necessarily mean, and you probably will answer it like this anyway, it doesn't necessarily mean the highest place, does it? What, yeah. What does greatest achievement mean to you, I suppose? I, I think there are a couple there. And again, this like it's because of my age um one like persisting through covid yeah because i can't remember which age group i was in but i think it was under 23 like 21 to 23 and obviously at that point you're like oh do a carry on do a give up like but keeping consistent for like throughout the lockdowns and the entire pandemic i think hats off to anyone that's done that regardless of your age but Especially when you get to that age when you're not sure of whether how you, whether you want to continue almost yeah like or whether you can continue like we we had bought a house we've got a puppy and and it's hard like the dynamics of your life just change and yeah I'd say that was one big achievement you know staying focused and consistent and it's an achievement for anybody that's done that and then also obviously coming back after it had Corin yeah. Um, I Made didn't probably realise it at the time, but now I think back and I'm like, that that's that really is something to be proud of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. When I when I I was just looking through your Instagram earlier to give me a bit of inspo of what to talk to you about. And when that uh popped up that it was ten months after, I was just like, my jaw actually hit the floor. I was like, What? And and that's it's a great proven that anything is possible yeah you can do it like we can all do it um I was really pleased with my performance and it was also like a great holiday for like which you was able to come on so it's it's worth it not just because of the dancing and the results and whatnot but because yeah the experiences that he has as well yeah of course and you you said earlier it's a bit selfish but I have this conversation a lot of time at the gym with mums who feel guilty for spending their time away from their children but they're actually inspired like that's inspiring for the people around them and also yeah. a great it's been a great role model because 
you're teaching that number one, like health and fitness is important. Number two, going after your passion and putting your mind to something is is important. And I just think that I think as well, yeah, it's it's hard probably to see it like that when you feel it is, yeah. more put in a way, but actually it's a it's incredible. And I think there is um there's a bit of a topic in the present day kind of about mungil and mm-hmm. people have such a focus on it. But I think like you say, you have to flip it on its head and say, actually you're dedicated and passionate enough to and and you have the time management skills to set that time aside and still be able to fit everything in. Um it's not like you leaving the baby at home who's not fed and not watered. Exactly. Like you you take care of everything else. Yeah. And then you still take care of yourself last, I suppose, but you you factoring in that you do want to do that. And so you make the arrangements to be able to do it. And yeah. I think that that that's like perhaps the younger listeners won't understand that in terms of having a baby, but like you can still go out with your friends and prioritize yes. you know, coming back to do in good enough time to do your stretches before you have the dinner yes. or whatever it is. Um like there's time for everything if we have good time management skills. Yeah. And what would be your what would be your advice then if you could give one piece of advice in terms of time management? I would just say write it down. Write yeah. down what you have to do. My boyfriend is always laughing at me. He's like, you have a list for a list. I like, do the same. But I can't not. I have journal after journal. Exactly. And like a diary to write it all out but if I don't I'll forget something yes and then it's like and do you enjoy like I do I don't know if this makes me sad or uh if it's just a process but do you enjoy like as you're taking it off like do you yeah. sense of achievement as you take yeah yeah definitely it's so satisfying sometimes I put like the things on that I know I do every day anyway on the list so I can tick them off for that sense of like building the momentum to keep yeah. the list me too and I I'm, I'm even as bad as if I know that I've already done a task but it wasn't due yet until that day I'll still write it down so I can cross it off but I think that again is like a little bit of like we know that that will help to motivate us throughout the rest of the day so yeah. part of me is like am I sad or and then part of me is like or am I smart I like, am I smart yeah or do yeah. I know how I work and I'm just using that to my advantage yeah and I think that's also part of it like understanding what makes you tick yeah knowing what is gonna make you keep going yeah so yeah like a list for me like yourself and taking it off it's just yeah. motivation and I say that to dancers and a lot of my one-to-one clients uh, um, Scarlet won't mind me mentioning every now and then she's like I just feel a bit unmotivated I'm like have you been writing out your to-do list she's like no she starts yeah. it and she's back in the loop again and yeah. I'm raring to go I'm like that's it sometimes you just need that little yeah that happened to me a few weeks ago I was not feeling unmotivated but I was feeling like really overwhelmed with everything I had to do and we went for a walk um like not too far away and they had um it's almost a secondhand bookshop and they had you know mrs hinge yeah and it was like a bargain and i just wrote it all down and i just felt absolutely great yeah yeah so much better and sometimes that's all it takes another thing that helps me when i feel like that is like you did get out for a walk be outside give your brain some space 
Yeah. And it feels like you shouldn't be doing it because you've got so much to do and that's what you're worried about. But having the time away sometimes helps you sort of re-sort of align and yeah. Yeah, refocus again. So that's a very interesting. We're using the sac- all the same techniques, which must mean that they work, you guys that are listening. Um, how did it feel then finding out you were pregnant with the gorgeous Cora? Um, honestly, finding out, it was just the biggest shock. Like it was not, it was not in the plan. Yeah. Um, sorry, Nick keeps calling me. Um, it was like the biggest, biggest shock. I was, we had, as I say, like we'd just bought a house. Mm-hmm. We just bought a puppy. Um, and when I found out the house was actually empty, I remember I came and I just sat in a room and I cried and I cried and I cried. I was just so hot. And not like unhappiness, shot very in a week. Oh, yeah. My life is going to change. None of my friends at that point had a baby either. Yeah. Um, so although there are lots of babies in the family, it was like, oh, I'm the first of my friends. Like, yes, my, my life's not going to stop, but it's going to change. And yeah. yeah, it was just a very, very big shot. And honestly, I, I was so petrified to tell them up. I thought she was just going to go, well, what about dancing? I was, uh, well, what I was going to ask, did dancing come into that thought while you were going? Oh, like 100% because we'd not long been back from COVID. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was like, oh my God, now I've got to stop again. Which yes. is also probably part of my motivation for coming back because yeah. I'd had such a big break, came back, was doing well another break and I was like I'm not just going to let all of that hard work go to waste and I suppose that's another thing that we can take from from you like feeling that much more inspired and motivated afterwards is a break isn't bad yeah it's not bad yeah a break is like the worst thing in the world and you're gonna lose everything but sometimes the body will re-remember yeah mind needs space sometimes yeah like as Irish dancers in this competitive world we just look around and constantly seeing everybody working. Yeah. Yeah. But get to do is take a break and be fully away from it. Like, yeah. Look at the dancing on Instagram. Don't look at Fresh TV. Like, all those things. Just give yourself a full concentrate on yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, funnily enough, I was feeling a bit demotivated a few weeks ago. And then I knew that my dance teacher, Justine, was judging the Australian na- nationals. So I was all. I was like, oh my God, why am I so demotivated? I need to be on my game because I know Justine's away for two weeks. Yeah. But actually, she was away for two weeks. And although I was practicing and doing my own thing, it obviously wasn't as intense as it would be. And then when she was back last week, I felt like a new person. Honestly, I felt so much better, which was obviously great ahead of the All Scotland. Yeah. Next week. Your body will have done well for that rest as well. Yeah. Same experience. I've I'm training for a competition in a couple of weeks, and I've been away quite a lot, and I've I'm conscious that I've not done enough already, and I've still got a couple of weeks left. But the last time I came back, I was actually like my body felt amazing, and I was refreshed yeah. when I left. So like sometimes that is what you need and what your body needs. Um, I think body and your mind, they just have a chance to relax and. Sit yeah. down. A reset, isn't it? Off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like rebooting the computer when it's not doing what you want it to. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I know that feeling all too well. Isn't it? <laughs> what about, I suppose you, you sort of mentioned when we were speaking about finding out you're pregnant, I suppose for other listeners that might come with 
finding out that you move into a different city, finding yeah. out that your school is closing, finding out that maybe a teacher's leaving, finding out that or getting injured and feeling like you might never dance again. Yeah. Like yeah. there's there's a lot of what you spoke about there that that comes into line with a lot of situations for dance. Yeah, definitely. Um, how do you think that you sort of reframed or how was that journey in your own mind to making the decision of what you wanted and not letting it just push you back sort of? I think I, I knew straight away. Like I knew that the way I look at it is, so I've been dancing like for a long, long time at that point, as probably most people listening to this have been, you've probably been dancing for years. Um, So I think you can't just let one thing put to waste all the work you've already done. I think it's giving yourself credit for everything that you have done everything that your body is capable of whether it be recovering from an injury like dealing with stress and like like you say maybe a move or a teacher leaving or class like not being there anymore and I think it's just keeping focus for example when I've had an injury which you know it's happened before and um, there are still things you can do for dancing that isn't necessarily dancing so for example, like you might be able to walk through your dances and still keep your posture perfect and you can still smile through it and and practice your stage presence or I don't know, you might have broken your arm. It might be in a sling, but you can still practice your props. Yeah. Um, so I think it's thinking outside of the box and yeah. still staying committed to the other things that you can work on. That's and And that's like, I'm like, preach it because I always say this. Parents might message me and say, oh, she's hurt her foot, so we, we don't want to do the one-to-one sessions anymore. And I'm like, no, this is the time when I get excited because we we have time to be really focused and yeah. something like posture that we never have the full amount of time yeah. to work on. Yeah. Or like glute strength or ankle strength or like th- there's tiny little areas that we can work on for eight weeks, 12 weeks. Like we can get them better. Yeah. Like, the other area is healing and you might actually come back and be stronger and the uh, difference to that one element that you can make in 12 weeks say if it is an injury like is phenomenal like it's crazy change that you can make to your body in eight weeks is crazy so if you can just train your mind and your muscles to keep your posture back for eight weeks then you when, when, else, yeah. when else do we get the opportunity to do that yeah. and that's where i I sort of tried to help dancers to reframe that, okay, you're taken away from dance, from competition at the moment, but if we can just keep working forwards and fix all these other little issues that we never have the full amount of time because there's always something else coming. You uh, might actually come back stronger than if you were still competing. Exactly. And then I think like mentally, I feel like you've definitely come back stronger after having Corin because you said... The feeling like, right, I'm making the most out of this time. You're probably mentally stronger. You're like, well, if I can be a mom, then I can do anything. Yeah. Surely that's the hardest job in the world. Yeah. And the most amazing one, I'm sure too. But um, yeah, I feel like you seem like you just know what you want and you're happy to just graft and go get it. Yeah, I am. I think I'm really blessed um, with like my mental stability. And I think... And and I think there's credit to people in my life for that as well. Like I said, I've got three older siblings yeah. and like they, 
they're, they're, they're typical older siblings. Like they, they like wind me up and whatnot. And that's definitely been helpful to me- mental stability, like growing up. And then also like Justine as well. She like, she's tough on us, but it's tough love. Like yeah. you, you realize that if she's telling you something, she cares. Yeah. So take it on board. And yeah, like, don't get me wrong. There are times, like I said, I've been, I was really quite demotivated recently. Yeah. And it, it is hard to pick yourself up, but it's part and parcel of being in sport. And you just, I think it's really helpful to understand that it happens probably to everybody. Yes. And, and you're allowed. <laughs> it's fine. Like it happens. And telling yourself that you know that you will come back stronger, but it's probably that you're tired or you do need a rest. Your body's telling you something. Yeah, like something's not right. So make a slight adjustment and you'll come back like stronger, bigger, better. Um, and you saw, we talk about there, the network of people around you is so important. And we talk about this at Move With Make Loads, which is why within our membership, we've got this little community and it's kind of like a Facebook page, but only our um, yeah. old club members are in there. And it is the best place. If ever I feel demotivated, I'll go into the little community and dancers share how they've got on today or oh, that's class, they share their yeah. win, they share their worries and other dancers comment and say, oh, I felt like that before. And honestly, I mean, I'm not competing anymore, but going in there helps me to be inspired. I'll yeah. work hard again. Yeah. You feel like you could get up there again. <laughs> yeah, literally. But it's like a very small thing, but it's it's having access to those things. Maybe having a group WhatsApp with your friends at dancing or yeah, for sure. be, yeah, talking to mom and saying, I feel a bit like this. What what do you think I could do? Uh, yeah. It's that thing, isn't it? It's like success breeds success. And like if you're feeling down and you see your friends doing really well, it helps pick yourself back up. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm, I'm really grateful. Like I've had so many successful people around me and success can mean lots of different things. It can mean like winning lots of trophies it can mean having a great job it can mean being happy in yourself yes it can it doesn't mean being rich and winning loads of trophies yeah having the best car and, and I think Always that's something first. yeah yeah I think success for different people like success is something different for different people and yeah. I think you have to also remind yourself of what success means for you and what you'll be happy with yes we talk about that a lot too because we look at results and we look at oh that person's doing this or this yeah it doesn't matter the doesn't most matter. important thing is number one are you improving are you putting in the work to improve and number two are you enjoying it yeah it's really important and yeah. if, you, if you're not those things then you need to stop and have a look at why and sort of maybe like we said realign change something but yeah like it's that lack of like that change in the comparison and not looking at other people's wins and thinking that yours have to be the same. Like everybody's yeah. different. Yeah. Is there um, somebody in dancing that you have always sort of been inspired by? And if you have, has that sort of changed throughout the years or has there been one person that's always sort of been there? Um, that's a really difficult question. Um, obviously there have been people that have been inspired by um, when I was really, really younger and Jasmine was in the class, Jasmine yeah. with us, she 
oh my god I still remember doing a fancy Davis now like she was just phenomenal and I think probably like I still keep Jasmine in my mind yeah because I think she was a great role model yeah and so I kind of try and follow how she would have how she was with me because like Jasmine helped me so much and like I'll never forget that um but also in a, in the same age group, I think Neve Taylor was just like the most she was not yeah. My toe height's not my strongest. And it's just always something I remember Neve Taylor's toe height was just phenomenal. That I can literally think about that and almost get goosebumps like yeah. I, I always say that you actually can't teach that her ankle was hyperextended. Yeah. Like, it's all just be a bit realistic with the fact yeah. that we can't yeah. all do that. She was blessed. And I'm not saying she wasn't incredible at everything else as well, yeah. but she really was. And I know Neve, and she's brilliant crack too. We were on tour together, so we had a lot of fun times. But yeah, her toe height genuinely gives me like goosebumps. Yeah. I think to kind of summarise, you always look up to the older dancers because those dancers were older than me. And I think the senior ladies now, even in the same composition, just to still be going and still managing everything with... The pressures of just normal everyday life outside yeah. of dancing, it's a big achievement for everybody. Yeah. And I think that again, once you're um once you're dancing and going to work and having a full time job and younger dancers might think that and I'm not saying that doing school and doing your homework and doing all of these things are not difficult and juggling with dancing, but yeah, once you then add yeah. a full time job, <laughs> a child, um yeah paying mortgage like all of the different priorities that you have when you add that into the mix but also if you didn't dance and try to get your homework done and do all those things do you think you would be able to juggle everything that you're juggling right now no I think you, you learn it from an early age because it it was still so hard then like I think back from going to school and literally doing my homework on the bus home yeah. and then going straight to class and it 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 definitely teaches you life skills that you carry on like they help you develop your own life and everything that I can manage now yeah although it's still stressful so I know I'm the same every all my friends think I'm mad because I'm here there and everywhere trying to grow and help as many dancers as possible trying to support them at Feshes trying to have friends and family and keep everybody keep seeing everyone it's crazy it I, love the cra- I love the craziness and I think that's yeah. because I've always had that craziness of like yeah. being here and everywhere. It's, that's my energy and that yeah, is mine too. And quite often when I do start, I, I get poorly, I get sick. So I'm just like, I need to hang fire for after the Great Britons and then I can get poorly, which you probably has been. Yeah, yeah, probably will. Yeah. Your brain knows, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you have any... Things like uh, nutritionally or any like routines that you have in the run up to a competition, like you said, there, Great Britain's in a couple of weeks. Uh, I just want like use my common sense. Yeah, like eat healthily, eat enough food so that I can go to class and absolutely give it my all. Yeah, um, I don't really drink fizzy drinks. I mean, I don't anyway. I just don't like them, but no, I saying. feel like they make me just feel disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just try and eat healthily, lots of protein, lots of fruit and veg. Yes. And absolutely gallons of water. Yes, me too. Cheers. Yeah. That. I talk to dancers all the time about water. Yes, I've got mine too. Look yeah. 
what my goal is. It makes a huge difference. And more recently, and I've spoken about this a couple of times, I use a hydration electrolyte as well consistently. Okay, yeah. But take that every day. And when I don't take it, it's just like a powder that goes into your drink and it's just like your salts and all of that. To yeah. Don't take it. I either get stitch or my calves Caesar, And it's... Oh, wow. Not you know, it difference. really makes a difference. And that is, I drink a lot of water. So yeah. uh, it's just working out what, what you need to be doing to, to be able to peak, isn't it? At the right yeah. time, be your best yeah. self. That, that, that bit of advice actually, again, came from Jasmine absolutely years ago. She was like, make sure you drink all your water, especially, you know, in the lead in the week leading up to a competition. Yeah. And I noticed the difference straight away. So yeah, I've kind of kept it with me. That's so funny. And then so Jasmine then moved to um this little back little side story, moved to my school and almost moved into my house at the same time because she was traveling from Manchester to Birth. <laughs> and I'm just laughing at the water story. My mom used to pack us up. We would have like 25 bottles. That is not an exaggeration. 25 bottles of water out the fridge in this bag on the way to dancing. And the two of us would drink the whole thing. It's needed though. And I think people underestimate how much you need. And honestly, sweat dancing. Not yeah. only do you get to replace that, but to actually keep hydrated as well. It's yeah. outrageous. And people like dancing used to laugh at us. They'd be like, here they come. But then they'd come asking us for a bottle later on. Exactly. Exactly. Who's the real actor? Gave me such a flashback with the water. That's so funny. Okay. Well, I feel like we've given lots of lots of value there to younger dancers, hopefully. I hope so, yeah. Hope hopefully it's our turn to inspire them. Yeah, uh, fingers crossed. And I will finish with one final question. And this is a tough one, but I'm sure you've thought okay. Will you be sending Corin to dancing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I get asked this so much. Yeah. He's already pointing his toe and hopping. It? So I don't think I've got a choice. Yeah. Anytime I've seen him at a competition, he's so happy and smiling. I mean, he comes to class with me. Um, he loves it. And he thinks he can do it. So obviously he gets up with the babies and skips around. <laughs> oh, he's going to be sucked in, isn't he? Yeah. He's got the bug already, which oh. is dangerous. Well, I've been here for a long time. Yeah, so even when you stop dancing, you'll still be paying for it anyway. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, Always a little bit, bit, little bit cheaper though than girls. Let's hope so. A waistcoat, not a dress. That's it. But I think that's uh, you'll be saving your pennies. Who knows? Maybe we'll dance at the same time if I keep going long enough. Oh my gosh. Don't, if I said that out loud, I'd be like, now I have to do it. Yeah, no, no chance. You said you're like, no, no, no. I'll hold you to that now. I've got it on, I've got it on record. Maybe whilst he's in tiny tots. That's yeah. Nice. Okay. We'll we'll use that one. We'll let you with that one. <laughs> oh well, thanks so much, Liv. That's been amazing, and I'm sure that lots of dancers will be grateful for your time and for sharing all of your experiences and knowledge with us all. So no worries at all. And best, best of luck at the Great Britain. Thank you so much. Thank what day you dancing? Are you on the Friday? Friday. Yeah, I will be there. Yeah. What? Oh, love those comments. Yeah. See you there. Thank you for listening to Meg Talks. Don't forget to share your favourite parts of the episode and tag us on Instagram at movewithmeg with two Gs. And as a special treat, head to movewithmeg.co.uk forward slash Fesh Day Warm Up to access your free video. See you next time. <laughs>